0: This is The Third Degree with me, James Major Burns, and I am your host, James Major Burns. That's me putting out my cigarette. And I just wanted to remind everyone that this is an outlet and safe space for myself and others to speak on things going on in our lives, in our world. And a lot is going on this is a chance to see what's going on behind the mind of the creative because what you see and what you think ain't always the truth here you get to learn laugh share and sometimes debate so ladies gentlemen and gender queers i have a special guest with me today um you know this just you know this guy he does a little bit with music and you know some (laughs) other things we may have mutual friends who are some of my best friends but mr paris
1: wallace uh thanks so much for having me man i really appreciate it
0: oh well thank you for being a guest this is always so funny how people (laughs) i always look at how people talk before like when they're interacting with like people they know like they're they're friends and then when they're meeting someone or like they're at work Or, you know, in an interview, it's like you're sitting up straight like, oh, yeah, thank you for having Thank you for (laughs) having me. I just want to say bless the the congregation. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) But no, um, thank you for being a guest. I haven't been on my podcast and doing it as much as I want to and Mm would like to. But because of COVID and everything, I haven't been, you know, meeting with people or... It just hadn't crossed my mind that much. I just wasn't, you know, kind of out of it. But after the new year and just new things coming along, I just wanted to get back into the swing of things. And I'm just motivated again to share stories across our city. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, because you're an artist in the city, Mm -hmm. and that is exactly what I want to help, is expand the voices Mm -hmm. of the artists in the city. But, um... Before we get to the city There's a lot of things Going on in the world Yeah yeah And I always already was Going to ask you A few questions about Some things that just Happened in Ohio But
1: I mean We can't go further Than the breaching Of the capital Yeah yeah That's That's been the Main topic And main headline On every news outlet In the whole country In the whole world probably So yeah It's, it's a big deal It
0: looks like A third world country Yeah we Yeah I I couldn't agree more (laughs) And I was watching it like I was just like I was just in that mom pose With like your Hands behind your Uh On your back I was just like What Is (laughs) Is going on Like what are What are they doing Yeah Like are you for real And the fact that You know you know DT 45 is like so <laughs> upset and he just has the audacity to do the same thing that was done to him like mm-hmm. so people ragged on you about the Russians for four years so you're just gonna really turn around and do the same thing You're, just, it's sad mm-hmm. it's just sad it's, sore, it's a sore loser he's just salty he's salty salty and I just I don't know if I never thought I would experience anything like that Mm-mm. here with my own two eyes mm-hmm but i watched it in disbelief
1: that's I, I mean the way you described it is is exactly how i feel it's it's something that you you read about how some like the events of the past have impacted history and you never expect to see history before your very own eyes you know
0: it's a revolution it's, yeah we're on the cusp of a revolution and I just feel like Alexander Hamilton out here, you know. <laughs> like, I tell you the have you heard of the musical Hamilton? Of course. Who hasn't? It changed my life. I fell in mm-hmm. love with the story, the music, but mostly the way uh Lynn Manuel, Miranda, mm-hmm. introduced Alexander Hamilton and the rest of like how he just retold the story mm-hmm. of these men. Now, although they did things, they had slaves and there were a lot of different things, he focused in on the things that um, were enticing and really birthed the country. Yeah. And to see it done like that and how they really were like focused on like leaving a legacy, but just like making change and what it took right. to make change, it just inspired me to wanna be a part of that. But on top of that, just being a black guy in America when it comes to voting and, mm-hmm. and rights, like I'm always, I've been excited to vote because I was raised understanding like, you know, we couldn't vote and yeah. then, being able to vote, it's like being a part of the country. Right. You know, the United States <laughs> of America. Yeah, extra quotations <laughs> the on that. United States of America. <laughs> and I said to my son Wayne, who's only 19, I was like, this is like your 9 11 because he was born in like 2000, 2000 2001. And <laughs> yeah, I should know this. Y'all know I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> but, um, that like, I remember being in school when that yep, incident happened, me too. and you know we've lived through so many um, historic moments, mm-hmm. and we we learned about them. But one thing I don't know if people think about is how often the history books are being re- uh, rewritten. But we're mm-hmm. a part of history, exactly. Like, we're, it's more than Dr. King and the legacy. There's so many people mm-hmm. that's a part of it. Yes, he's uh, the prominent figure, but there's uh, all of these people that were part of that history. We may not know their names, but just being here is a part of it. Exactly.
1: It, how did you feel watching it? How do you feel after it? Well, the first thing I felt was, I guess the word that comes to mind is embarrassed. As a as a citizen of the United States, I mean, like you you already alluded to it a little bit, but first of all, being a black man in America, we're already overlooked, and it seems like our our opinions, our feelings, aren't ever taken into question when it comes to anything. So, secondly, it just comes down to anger, anger at like how could someone who claims to love America, you know, Donald Trump, allow this to happen. Perpetuate it. Exactly, perpetuated. yeah, more, more than allow it. He he basically championed it, basically... Um, he's was, done it
0: since he's been running for president.
1: Exactly, and even before that, not even, I mean, just America has been under so much tension, it's been building up since Obama was elected 12 years ago. And it seems like... Woo. This was bound to happen.
0: Oh my! Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought about that. Uh-huh. I was like, he mean eight? Nah. No, he mean twelve. Yeah. Oh my gosh. that yep. was 2008. Oh my gosh. hmm
1: and, and, and time is flying by so fast, but it's like I was I was in I was in the eighth grade when Obama was elected, and in 2008, and so. It's, it's not something I really paid attention to as a high school kid. You know, you don't really pay attention to politics. You can't even vote yet. I have to take it back. That's the most historic moment of his lifetime so far. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Obama. Right. <laughs> so yeah, like just you know at at that time, it's something that you're not really paying attention to. You're a kid in high school. You're not really paying politics, attention to politics.
0: Even me, right now, in the last four or so, I voted for Obama the first time, mm-hmm. and we all know why. <laughs> he was getting a vote no matter what. Yeah. And the second time around, I was like, I'm gonna really listen to. No, I'm voting for Obama. <laughs> <laughs> he getting it. Hey, he was getting it. He gave all eight years for me because it's right. eight years out of 230 plus right exactly. of presidential s- seats or mm-hmm. weeks. Like I did the math at how many years and weeks it had been. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so out of all of this time, it's eight years out of over 200 years worth of people who were president. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight to two hundred plus. Exactly. I'm like, we probably are only going to see that those eight, mm-hmm. but I was so like being able to vote for him. Like I, you know, it's like, it's like I felt like gullible sometimes thinking
1: back to it. I'm like,
0: mm. wow, there's a black president. <laughs> America's changing. Yeah, it's going to be different now. That was just the setup.
1: That <laughs> yeah. was the setup, really.
0: And oh, it, because they surely started showing us. Black mm-hmm. men getting shot on TV. Exactly.
1: Yep. And and I, I and I really think that was the beginning of it because I've I've heard it described as Donald Trump is the payback for what Obama was to America. Donald Trump is the physical manifestation of the payback. I felt that way too. I'm like, so
0: I was. I felt like after Obama was president and then Hillary was running. Mm. I was like, look at where this we we could go with this. Mm-hmm. It's more than just for her to me. It's about the representation. Mm-hmm. Just like when uh, Kamala uh, Kamala Harris gets inducted, and like just how the women yeah. are gonna feel, especially you know the women of our community, mm-hmm. the women of color, and even when she, you know, they won the presidential elect. Mm-hmm. know we only got a few more days before the 20th (laughs) but when they got the elect and it was announced the response from women and like women of color like black women i was just like they kept saying girls watch um there's glass on the floor and i'm like what are they talking about Mm -hmm. but they're saying like that the ceiling was just broken yeah and when i saw that i was like oh man That's That's a great analogy (laughs) Yeah I was so confused I was like What's this about glass Y'all talking about They talk about Watch your step Yeah watch your step (laughs) Y'all ladies There's glass everywhere I was like What is she talking about And I went through the comments And it was like Yeah this I was like Oh Oh, That's very clever Yeah I was like But Like who knows You know like We're There's so many different reasons uh, Why we're treated The way we're treated and there's a hierarchy at every level of oppression in in minorities and even with us being black, we still have privileges as black men Mm -hmm. or you being like a heterosexual black man and then there's black women. Mm -hmm. So the totem pole literally sometimes has them at the end. So for them to feel that, and it's a lot about how you feel and it's it's a part of your mental Mm -hmm. that makes you or gives you that something to go on. Yeah, yeah. So I I was just, that's why I wanted to vote for Hillary. Besides, I'm like, I'm gonna just vote vote for her because I feel like women need it. Yeah, yeah. And when she lost, I was like, how foolish of me to think that America was going to let a woman be yeah. president after a black man. exactly? Like, how foolish of me! I was so <laughs> I felt like I was stupid. I felt like somebody got me. <laughs> I felt like somebody got me. I was just like, oh man, I trusted them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was like, I like trust let down them. almost. I was in the bathroom for like forty minutes. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was like, this was her race. W- how she lose? And then I was like, I'm stupid. Like I really thought I was like, it was so much hope. I was just mm-hmm. so hopeful. I was like. But it was like more than that It was almost delusional because I Mm -hmm. want so badly For it to change Right, right. And then when it came back I was like Of course (laughs) course. Like this is what was supposed to happen Quote unquote like And then I realized I was like We really about to just get back to like Like we really had Obama for 8 years and that was it And it was like it was a different type of lifetime Just to feel and just to have that family there Mm -hmm. And I'm like I don't know what's gonna be next I'm glad for Uh Kamala Harris Kamala Harris and I'm very excited to see if this will set her up maybe to be the first female president mm-hmm. and female president of color like right. man and I would love to live to see that you know yeah exactly think of our families who are members who live to see mm-hmm. Obama, Obama, president, Obama right it was not something that they probably ever thought was tangible Mm-mm. and now We watching these people just. (laughs) I can't believe they got in there. Yeah, they were climbing on the walls. And
1: and even worse, they they were being escorted, and and they were opening up the gates. Yeah,
0: they were walking by. They were just walking by them. I was like, and I know a lot of people, or you know, some white people are like, "Why are you saying this isn't your fight?" And it's it's this thing. It's I don't know if it's vengeance or just. I, I can't explain it into words. I'm sure somebody else could. But to see something happen, knowing damn well you don't have that same opportunity yep. to do that, I, you know you wouldn't be treated mm-hmm. that way. It's like, man, what? That ain't. It's just not fair. Even when something like that's happening that you don't even want to personally do. Exactly, right. I would never even want to. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But just the
1: fact, like, there's one thing to not want to do it. Right. But it's another thing to not be able to do it. Right. I'm
0: not even able to, like, I'm too afraid to even think about it. I'm like, nah, Mm -hmm. they ain't about
1: to kill me. Like, they damn man, shit. I only got to do
0: nothing but ride down the street (laughs) to do that. Right. It's like to not even, like I said, we just want even that's how I feel about being a queer person. It's like people are like, y'all just want to be no. We just want to be treated the same. Right. <laughs> not Nothing nothing more. Mm-hmm. We just want the even playing field. But that takes the people who are in this position to not be in this position anymore. I think they need to switch it up. You know, people be in the same position for 40 years. Uh uh-uh, oh, no, no. We're going to switch this up. Yeah, yeah. We need some women up in here. We need some. De- I think the government should represent what America looks like. I agree. We all, because uh, it's different cultures. Mm-hmm. It is different cultures. You have one culture running a place full of diverse cultures, mm-hmm. and we live in. It's like we live in a bubble. Yeah, we don't have. We don't have the power. That's why I say, and this might be outlandish, but I'm like, black people can't be racist, not because we can't be racist. I'm like, racism is power. power. What type of generational effect could do we have as a mm-hmm. group on? A mass group of people. We can't stop generational wealth. Damn it, we can't build it. Mm-hmm. We can't stop people from doing things. Like, we can't move people out of their homes. We can't take over a neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have those things to physically change and make that right. type of change. We can be prejudiced and hateful as hell. Yeah. But racism is a, a, a different, abundance different of animal, power yeah. that we just don't have. We're not, we ain't in charge of flying over to other countries mm-hmm. and, you know, taking everything they got and i'm so interested like i have my godsons in the military and i'm just like what does the news look like you know yeah. like when they're talking about us over there because i know like you know what i think is arrogant i was watching this last night don lemon was you know on his tangent about uh 45 as he should be but what i think is so arrogant and and it's Perpetuated all the time is when they're speaking and they're like, "We're the greatest nation on the planet." Yeah, the best nation on the whole world. It's always like that. Mm-hmm. It's like hip hop to me. It's like yeah. I'm like, what? What? what is that saying? What type of message is that? Why do you always got to remind us that? Like, you making us feel better Especially for
1: when they Especially when they're delivering bad news. They yeah. like to throw that in there when they're delivering bad news. The
0: greatest nation in a, in that to, to ever exists. Uh-huh. It's like, what? We're we, the
1: greatest nation, but we just let all these uh, terrorists invade our capital. Like, our, how great. Our terrorists. Right. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> and it's like, so, so... Go ahead. Tell me what happened to all the great nations before us. Huh? Oh. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, right, okay, go right. Go ahead. So just... Just be, just be great. <laughs> just be like my lovely people. You're great, but it's saying when they say it like that, you're putting themselves up here, mm-hmm. and it's power is bullying. It's all of those things that yep. we know are happening, and it's the United States. I'm like, come on, like come on. Let's talk about changing the Constitution. It was written in a time where people own us. Like, right. no, things need to change, and it has not. Except, and then they send all of us to jail. <laughs> Except, and then you will return to the your. <laughs> it's still happening y'all it's in our faces and but I'm like you know I have a sister who's been in jail since I was you know 19 Mm -hmm. I went to see a prison full of women it's just like wow they were in chains you know like even that I know people deserve to be to get consequences Mm -hmm. for their actions but where's the rehabilitation in it Mm -hmm. and like to see so many of uh, and I know people commit crimes to go to jail but the setup which is racism which is power that we don't have. Mm-hmm. We're not we don't have what structure do we put in place to to mess up homes? I was gonna say to fuck up homes. <laughs> to fuck up homes <laughs> for years to come for a a, gener- a group of people for generations. Mm-hmm. Like the the system, like when I see people or I'm, I see people, I'm like, I just know like they just don't have any know-how or know better from above them. Yep. Like even when I see younger kids or younger guys, I'd be like, <sighs> I met two people, two young dudes recently. One guy got robbed, um, but I got at gunpoint, and then another guy was facing a charge because he had a gun. He was telling me how he was like, I begged the judge, man, I ain't want to go to jail. I was like, Nah, you hard, go to jail. Right, right. <laughs> go to jail. Don't beg her. Don't don't beg for no time off. What? Go to jail. That's what you want. What you doing this for? You mm-hmm. this big. Like, no, no, no. Go to jail. <laughs> don't be sad. And don't you dare cry.
1: Cause oh, you yeah, about that life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Go
0: to jail. The other dude, I'm like, I'm talking to these two young black men and I'm like, one of you could like, when they tell you, you got two ways in is the jail or the cemetery, yep. I'm like, you could have been in jail and you could have been dead. These things, these examples are happening to me in my face. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad because, you know, my younger, youngest brother's around their age. I was so sad. Cause I'm like, I can't do nothing. To even get them them to think nope. differently. I want to help, but I'm like, I don't even know them. And even for me to care about them so much, they probably think it's like strange, but I'm like, I just, I just, I'm scared for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want you dead. And the one guy sounded like he got set up by one of his friends. Mm. And he was telling the story, and you know, when people are speaking around their triggers. I'm like, that just don't make sense. Like, yeah, yeah. Broad daylight? <laughs> and then more of it came out. I was like, Oh, yeah. You was doing something you wasn't supposed to be doing. Yeah. You ain't you ain't tell that part. Right. You story. ain't say wh- how it happened. You <laughs> it, you it, you helped this happen to you. Mm-hmm. But that is a part of that system, the systemic racism that is like invisible. Mm-hmm. Now we'll say they got that game on lock. Okay, they said, "All right, we can't have niggas out here in the fields. We gonna have to come up with something else. Something else. A nigga probably came up with it." <laughs> Listen, Dave Chappelle had this um, his up I can't remember. I think it's Six and Stones. Mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> "So he was like, you want to see my impression of the Declaration um, of the Constitution being written?" He was like, standing. He stood in the corner. He was like, "Hurry up, nigga! I'm trying to go to bed." And I was like, <laughs> because they probably wrote yeah. it. I was like, oh my goodness. And <laughs> you know, Dave has been under a lot of fire, but I was so happy when he came back doing comedy and mm-hmm. he just was doing it the same way, fearless. Yeah.
1: I was like That's how he's always been. But with a message. Mm-hmm.
0: And we have jumped to a lot of things, but that brings me to like hip hop. And even when I listen to we've I've been listening to some local Artist music, mm-hmm. and I know sometimes the message is like separate from the artistry, yeah. But sometimes, like for me, I think that's for certain artists. Like for me, mine's is like almost one in the same mm-hmm. because that's how I use my voice, yeah. Like literally almost all the time in every lyric. So sometimes, in certain music, what's projected is different than what a person's saying off mm-hmm. the um, their. Um, albums. Like I've wanted to go to those hip hop uh league things, but to me it's just like like I watch violent movies and stuff, but it's so violent to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is there ever a theme like, you know, no cursing? How many bars do you have? No cursing this bar right. this time. Um, Cause every time I see one, they like talk about like killing each other, killing somebody's family, fucking yeah, yeah. somebody's baby mom. I'm like, prove it. <laughs> because you you don't look that good, sir. You <laughs> dust you look dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Your hairs aren't even. But I'm like <laughs> What else could you talk about but like I, i'm like i know it's like a part of it mm-hmm. but i'm like people look forward to it, or even would go into doing things so they could just have it to say but i'm like why is it and i don't know if it's every single time but when i see the clips i'm like and not just here i i, I was using it as a, an example because mm-hmm. i was watching um a couple uh, clips of s- some people versus them mm-hmm. and i'm just like thinking like if i would like to go there especially like just to cover it I'm right like, right but i'm like and you know sometimes things pop off, and I don't like to go nowhere where people get shot at least once. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I can't go back. I'm sorry. It got to be the daytime for me on a Sunday morning, right? Or it's not, it got to be a, a time where those people ain't and you ain't even up yet, okay? Right. <laughs> but I'm like, why is it so violent mm-hmm. majority of the time?
1: And and most of the time they're like you said, just saying it just to. It's almost the, like shock value. Yeah, yeah, just to make themselves seem more uh, appealing or interesting to the, the audience. But I found, well, at least me personally as a hip-hop fan, I found that I, I connect with artists who are more genuine. Like, their raps line up with how they are in real life. Because the faker you are, the less, the less entertaining you are to me. Yeah, that's where people
0: become Like kind of like Just carbon copies Of one another Mm -hmm. And it's hard to tell uh, People apart Or even like the sound And even for me With the people who are Like of of the status Of artists that we listen to Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't know uh, Who is who Or people sound so similar. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if somebody's rapping or singing now. Mm -hmm. Not that it's a problem, but I'm like, oh, I thought, I'm sorry, I thought Roddy Rich was a singer at first. I'm like, I can't tell because it's like (laughs) so much auto tune. And there's this one guy, uh, Ty Dalasan. Yeah. I think he's a singer. But I'm like, but it was, it was, I can't, I'm like, it sounds like, the, what everyone else is doing like back and forth mm-hmm. And then you just identify but I mean rap, Lizzo identifies as A rapper first and you know people are Like she a singer I'm like no she can actually Sing though Yeah, like yeah. the rappers who are Using autotune to sing Male and female mm-hmm. I'm like J-, You know J- don't not classify her as a Singer as a rapper if you don't not classify uh Future as Because that's what she said she was like if future's a rapper So am I but she actually sings Versus like autotune tune. Mm-hmm or her lyrical style of rap isn't uh you know delivered like a Cardi or a Nicki so exactly. they're like oh no you're a singer no she can just sing too mm-hmm. and and rap but when it comes to like when I was speaking on the battle rap thing I'm just like I wonder why I wish there was like a thing i tell somebody come in here and just like even challenge them yeah just because like you're gonna come back each week and be you're talking about killing somebody, you gonna talk about fucking somebody, baby mom. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's the basis all the time, but it's just I'm like, why is it so violent?
1: Yeah, it's very prominent for sure. They they need to come up with some better subject value, something most of to the time. challenge the artists, mm-hmm.
0: just to like kind of think outside the box or just have both, you know? Like, cause yeah. there's nothing like people like feel good music too, mm-hmm. but I'm like the message. Like even make got a song. um, I mean body. I, I mm-hmm. like the song. But at one part of it, and she'd be like, eight months later, and we still ain't got no justice for Beyonce Taylor. And I was like, wait, in my head, I'm like, ass, 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 right, ass right. message, <laughs> black power. I was like, oh, oh, shit, we stuck my ass. And right. now like, you threw me off. Like, it's cool, but I was just like, because I had a conversation about when when they, when, I was just so, dis- I was so <laughs> upset when men and the black men are like, how could they make WAP during these times? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? It's a song This song ain't what we need And I was like For me I'm like When That's who they're They are as artists Mm -hmm. And it is not their job To just If they don't have to Talk about Like the times But I'm like I was trying to think I'm like I don't know I couldn't hear them Like making that Type of song Because this is what they do Right I'm sure they can make that type of song, mm-hmm. but this is, like, way who outside. Who they are. You know, it's way outside of who they are, and mm-hmm. I'm like, they don't owe us that. People act like artists owe them something. Yeah. Like they they make this for them. If you
1: like it, you like it. That's what right. I
0: do. You know, I can't make it for you because I don't know if you're going to like it. Exactly. And then if
1: I'm making it just for you, then what? Then everybody, everybody else going to be disappointed. Like, oh, they didn't make the song for me. Like, it, I, I wasn't trying to make it for you. What
0: did you think of WAP when it came out?
1: Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of that type of rap music, but I support it. I mean, I, she can say and do whatever she want on the did record. Did you see like, the video? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the video? I
0: liked the video. I support these <laughs> messages. I did not have relations with this woman. I support this message. This is Harris Wallace, and I support this message. Right. Get the I stamp just... of approval. I really liked that they were dancing. I was like, I, mm-hmm. that's more entertainment. Like, people rag on Cardi or whatever they say whatever they want about Meg. But I'm like, they had choreography. It was thought out. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was a little campy. It was just a, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it just took your mind a little bit off of, like, what was going on. What well, was really going on, right. And that's what music does. It is an escape. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like a lot of men were like, oh, I went to get my hair cut one time and the barber was like, yeah, man, I just ain't like... You know, I just felt like it was the wrong time. I'm like, when I walked in, the music you were listening to was <laughs> so violent. Right. And he knows the person who he was like, oh, this is one of my friends. And I'm like, but WAP
1: is it? But there's a problem, but, but like not WAP. Right.
0: I just it was it was a disconnect for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm gonna get into some more things. You know, the state of America is not in our hands. No. Nope. <laughs> like, you know, and I saw some, um, the woman i don't know her last name and i need to actually feel um find out more about her because beyonce got this song called black parade and she said called tamika i think i need another uh march or something and i'm like i think this is the one of the women who have been organizing the marches and i think this is actually the same woman i just found like her twitter mm-hmm. and she was like black people this is not your fight Y'all stand back and let the government deal with these white people. (laughs) And a bunch of white people, I just reposted a bunch, uh, some white people got on my post and they're like, this is our fight, these are the United States. I'm like, where has this energy been all of this time? Right. And there was a young guy I know, and over the last few years, I've seen him get, you know, get a little bit more peaceful because he used to be one of those. This is my Confederate flag; it doesn't mean this. It it means this to me. I'm like, yeah. again, you can't change the meaning of. It. You just can't say this means this to me now. Like this is Coca Cola, but it's Pepsi to me. Right, it means no, Pepsi it's not. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I think it tastes more like Pepsi. No, it, the, it it's Coca Cola. <laughs> you just can't change the meaning of things. Mm-hmm. But he has definitely calmed down and. I think he's trying more because he, he kept telling me. He was like, this is our fight. I'm here for you, all of you guys. I'm like, yeah, thanks, but you're not the minority. I was like, you know what? You're actually the minority. Yeah. Uh, you, you never understand what it feels to be a minority, but I'm like, you're the minority. The people who look like you don't think like you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, the government needs to be uh, made up of people who are yeah. America, men, women, women. It, uh, gender queers, people of different ethnicities, because it is that made up of that. Mm-hmm. Even the people who founded the country. This is not their native land. Mm-hmm. That's why when people be like, go back to your country, I'll be like, we might be from the same one. <laughs> like, how dare you? You're not from here. Right. And that's just like the mindset of like who we're dealing with. Somebody told me to, I was, I don't know if I was reading it or, I think I was reading it somewhere and it said 40% of people are going to just go with it anyway like they're not gonna read too much into it they're just gonna just you know just keep going with the flow listen to what's being told of them Mm. because they don't want to think that hard and I'm like look I think shit is all messed up Mm. I don't have a solution and I couldn't imagine being in a seat like that and trying to have some type of structure for over 300 million people yeah who, so when they're like we need peace Could you imagine like you don't agree With your household We all don't even agree in our home mm-hmm. We don't all agree in our classroom 30 people we all don't agree at a At a basketball game just bring it a little mm-hmm. bigger Then you go to your like uh, The east side and the south side oh, yep. Then you got the city then you got the other areas Then you got the state like that's mm-hmm. So many different people are all different There's Different Points of views mm-hmm. 300 million people In the world What World peace where
1: Yeah
0: I've been trying to think of How I'm like How would this work
1: It doesn't It doesn't It doesn't And they keep trying to Force that idea Down our throats And it's like At this point You're causing more Oppression than you are Unity And I'm trying to figure out
0: how I could play a part in it. Cause did, had you gone to any protests when they were happening?
1: Yeah. Um, actually last, I want to say it, it might've been late July, early August. There was, whenever the protest was downtown, uh, me and a small group of friends, we all showed up, you know, dressing all black with our black lives matter t-shirts on black hats, black gloves, black masks, all that. And we were, we were marching down, uh, down main street in downtown, uh, federal street, main street. Federal Street. I, well, that's our main So You know, yeah. that's our strip. <laughs> you know, we, Our strip is this big. Right. Where you going, where you
0: going out tonight? The, the, the only... Right. The else? only place. I ain't going... I ain't going... I'm sorry. I ain't going to Dukas. <laughs> you ain't about to get me every real room with Dukas. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all have fun there, but they ain't, ain't going to see me there. Right. But I... Like, even now, like, after I saw that stuff yesterday, like, I know you said you, like, were feeling angry. Mm-hmm. I feel, like, fear because I'm like, we... Can't fight um, uh, weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. That's where, like I said, they have power. Like, if it came down to something like that, they have the military mm-hmm. who just go out and f- f- fulfill orders. You know, like how Magneto, the dude who killed Magneto's uh, mom, he was like, I was just doing my job. Mm-hmm. And the Magneto is like, I'm just doing my job like, Right But I'm, that's like how it is They're just going out, fulfilling duties Even being in other countries Doing things that they don't even It's their orders mm-hmm. And you can't refuse them or else you go to jail Like Who knows Yeah There's so many restrictions Like even when it comes down to like the world It's like This I was born on the, the earth This is my earth mm-hmm. This is my home All of it But people own it You can't go to certain places The restrictions It's like you don't own You don't own the world Mm. It's just crazy I'm sorry I'm on an enlightenment trail So (laughs) I just don't It's just crazy And I'm like I have understood And accepted that The things we do today Is not for me It's Mm. for the future And the future generations And I understand it now I accept it now And I'm willing to do What I have to do I was actually afraid to go protest because I'm like what if something happens and something yeah. ended up happening to people we know mm-hmm. and I'm like but what if that was more people I don't for a second think that we couldn't be uh, a you know um, a small town where somebody gets shot or something happens and it becomes one of those you know mm-hmm. big One of towns. those names. Like yep. I for a second don't think that couldn't happen to us so I was you know sometimes my first reaction is fear and I'm like I know like that's not my lane but I felt so bad because I, d- I felt like I wasn't helping or being mm-hmm. a part of it. And then I yeah. didn't want to just get on social media or do a podcast because I felt like, I'm like, well, I don't want to use this for yeah anything. I don't want it to come across like that. And I just was so stuck because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's not like I'm actually a journalist, but I just had to remind myself, but I saw like two things, uh, this drag queen Bob, the drag queen who I love said, um, black people are so traumatized that they're afraid to just work even people who do and monetize off of this and I was like wow and then um, the great Nina Simone I tell mm-hmm. you I've discovered new songs by Nina Simone all the time and I'm like she was magnificent mm-hmm. and Yo, one of the fearless mm-hmm. bold like just strong she reminds me of like Grace Jones just a version of the singer of her Yeah, but she had a This is what really made me get back into it Uh, A quote that says It is an artist's duty to reflect the times Mm -hmm. And then that's why That's when I didn't feel guilty anymore About writing about it Or speaking on it And I just wanted to hear how people
1: in our city were feeling Yeah Yeah and I actually um, The the same exact day that we went out and protested Like right before I got I, I went home to get dressed And get ready to go I actually recorded a like a poem almost uh, I, I, my, or like spoken word. I was in my office. I have a, an office where I um, used to work and I was sitting there and it it took me maybe about a week to write to write what I wanted to say because I wanted to come across as uh, one. Like I knew what I was talking about. I didn't want to just, you know, put words out there that would just to say something. Exactly right. I wanted to I wanted the meaning to be powerful and I wanted people to understand it so when i recorded it it took me a couple takes because i felt so much emotion in in the in the in the moment just like it was very powerful and i wanted to make sure that i was i was getting my message out there so i I recorded it i posted it and then i let i just put my phone on airplane mode and went to the to to the protest downtown and just you know i I wanted to feel like i was both saying something and doing something i didn't want to just speak and not do anything and I didn't want to do anything without saying anything either. Do you so, feel like you're willing to give your life for the cause? If it came down to it, yes. Um, as long as I know I wasn't alone, I, I'd want to feel like I want to feel like I'm a part of something bigger. If it if it came down to it, because nobody wants to die for nothing, of course. But if if I can if I can just inspire just one person. Or, or two people, or a small group of people, to feel enough hope inside of themselves to do something about it, then that means my death wasn't in vain.
0: It's so crazy. Like
1: <laughs> we are a part of
0: people who have just been fighting, just to, just to be, mm-hmm. just to be in a place where we are just have these weights off our back. Like, come on, mm-hmm. God damn! It's like. <laughs> y'all we got it that's all like it's not even now nah, I'm like this might go into the arrogance of ourselves it's like well we just got we just that damn great y'all just hate it so much it's something about it like what is it I say that I'm like they saw us new and then that's when they was like hell, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> hell nah. they, no no hell no that's what it.
1: no no we can't let that happen <laughs> get them out of here but even
0: after all of it after um, I wrote this song uh, a remix and um, like part of the um song is like uh, I put like, you continue undefeated. Can you handle it? Oh once, one I got dang it. I'm gonna look these lyrics up because <laughs> I can't, y'all. I have such a bad thing. I write a lot and I do a lot and I work yeah, a lot. Yeah. So I'm like, where, what are these words? Moment, major. Sorry. we gonna find this. Mm. What, what, I don't even know. The, what's the name of the song <laughs> I'm so mad right now Because my phone is recording And I can't just get up and go say that Hold on y'all for one second We gonna find this I ain't gonna find it <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not gonna find it Because I actually don't know what part of It's called Major for Life I think. Oh like Moment for Life Yeah I, re- I made a remix of okay. the song Which I've been trying to do for like Eight years and mm. I finally did it Let me just type in some of the lyrics Nope, I can't. I don't know where these lyrics are. I'm so upset. Hold on one second. Um, I'm sorry. I really want to remember this, and I can't. And I'm so mad. <laughs> uh, where is this? Oh, I put. I say it, uh, we be highly melanated, educated. dedicated i said it's a look we made it it's amazing how we've gotten this far Mm -hmm. because we are all of these things and even with everything that happens i'm like we just like persevere through it all and Mm -hmm. i'm like i think that even fuels the hatred even more because we can't be broken yep through it all and i think like one of the perfect examples not perfect but it's like soul food or like the scraps that turned into feast Mm -hmm. or just you know trash to treasure it's like nothing they can do to really break our spirits or the people and i know when they say that when we say they it's not all white people it's a lot though and the ones who have the power are white Mm -hmm. and it's that's what it is and seeing people be like it's not about race it's always about race Uh, we're not about to know no stop like stop and also stop don't come to this post to talk listen Mm mm-hmm just listen for a second when we're speaking up about something like I said they don't understand they don't live these lives mm-hmm. every day they also were not taught and that's I learned some of that last year I'm like they really weren't taught like the things we were taught in school mm-hmm. uh, like unconsciously like remember about rem- remembering or reminded about slavery all the time those images mm-hmm. like they weren't they were taught that or but they were just taught different things yep. and they didn't learn about our our culture mm-hmm. but we learned about theirs that's why there's black films and then there's just films I'm like, they don't just come see our stuff unless it's like a big mainstream movie, but they don't, you know, except the culture vultures, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) they don't just come in to that. But uh, let's move on a little bit. Let me get to know you. We talked a lot about this stuff, but so much is just going on. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, like a part of the podcast where I do have things planned, but I feel like the conversation was just organic and it just was like it was meaningful Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to hear those words and I want somebody else to hear them too and that's again half the reason why I just wanted to do this is to share stories with each other Mm -hmm. so people can get to know each other but especially here I hope somebody can listen to this here and be like oh I didn't even know him but even think about you being an artist and maybe a collaboration which brings me to our next segment and
1: how long have you been an artist Um It's hard to pinpoint Uh I mean I grew up I grew up in church Listening to I've, I've always been a fan of hip hop But my parents wouldn't let me listen to Certain hip hop so they As they should good job <laughs> <laughs> So they, they really my dad Put me on to like Christian hip hop And that's what I listened to the most as a kid uh, Cross movement Um uh, I mean, the list is the list is too long. Flame, Ambassador, The Truth, The Tonic, um, Lecrae. Of course, Lecrae is the biggest name in Christian hip hop. Oh yeah, like I don't,
0: I even know who that is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I grew like I grew up listening to their songs because I wasn't really allowed to listen to anything else. So I was in church every For Sunday. Like how long? Psh, probably until I'd say until around 2007, 2008, like seventh or eighth grade year. All I listened to is Christian rap. That's the wow. only thing I listened to. And then when I started to, you know, use my brother's computer when he wasn't looking, <laughs> oh, I started to find, <laughs> to find okay. other hip hop that I actually liked. You so know, who did you of... discover first? Wale. Hey, Wale, Wale. was my boy when Wale. he came out. I, did, I, did, I, f- I found out about Wale in 2008. Well, first, I mean, the per- I consider Wale my first favorite rapper. And he's still one of my favorite rappers of all I time. I just
0: can't believe you discovered it. I mean, that's that's
1: eighth grade and stuff, but that yeah. seemed like so long to not even hear mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. I, I um, the only music that I heard outside of Christian rap was whatever was on my brother's iPod. So it was.
0: So was not no Mariah or Whitney on your mom's radio?
1: Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that, whatever came on the radio, they didn't have no control over oh, that. Right, right, so right. I, I heard all of it. I mean, shoot, I remember listening to Tupac when I was a kid, and then when I found out that he died, I was like, you know, what's so I'm not going to hear him on Tupac, the radio no more. Like what's
0: crazy about Tupac is you live to be older than he was. That's crazy. He was 25.
1: So yeah, I, I didn't even know that. I really didn't. And it's just, and his impact is worldwide. Worldwide. There's, there's uh graffiti and people, you know, it's artists that paint him in other countries, you know, China, Japan, wherever you go.
0: And I feel like I, when it comes to like, I feel like people are like, hip hop people like Tupac can't just be looked at as a hip hop artist or mm-hmm. like a, as a rapper and it's I see people leaving him out of top list or some people it's like always debated really harshly or mm-hmm. real hard but with respect and I just feel like he just expanded so much more than that and he was but I mean like he was 25 right. and his impact even when he was alive I'm, mm-hmm. until now I'm like I can't like when I gather all of those things and I'm yeah. like wow I'm older than him now I'm like, wait, he was 25 when he died and he right. did all of this, or he he said all of those things as that type of young man, exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. But like, so how do you feel about him? Like as a as a rapper, lyricists are all of the above because I see a lot of people like,
1: nah, Pac ain't even in the top five. Yeah. Um. And
0: they usually it's you know it's always Biggie of course and Biggie is always put above him. Mm-hmm.
1: So I I will never I will never downplay the impact that he had as a as an icon across hip-hop and across pop culture he is definitely a a prominent figure in the community in the black community period i personally don't like tupac's music just because i don't like the way he raps not because i don't like his message or what he's saying i don't like if if he was saying those same exact words but he sounded like somebody else i might like him a little more you know what i mean it's not what he's saying it's how he's saying it so I I think Tupac is, is one of the most iconic figures in black yeah. history. But I personally like Biggie a lot more just because of how he raps. I like Biggie more.
0: I do think Biggie was the overall like better like rapper mm-hmm. or so, like uh, how he set up his and structure his raps and like mm-hmm. punchlines and like delivery. But you know, it's just like what used to his advantage was like his knowledge and his love mm-hmm. like we really felt like he loved us all yeah. for real like he seemed like he was really for the people like his mother was the Black Panther mm-hmm. it was not like he was talking he was real you know mm-hmm. and I'm I wasn't allowed to really experience it but my parents listened to him when we were young mm-hmm. he got this song <laughs> he got this song maybe like no matter where I go, I see the same hole. And I used to <laughs> sing that, but I thought he said he was saying home. Uh-huh. I used to get smacked all the time for singing <laughs> that. But, you know, it's just lyrics I'll never forget. forget like, you know, when he says, Tupac cares of don't nobody else care. mm mm-hmm. And when they be like, I wonder why we hate our women like, you know, when you don't have a power to create why you rape your woman, you don't even got a power power to create when I'm talking about a child. Mm-hmm. Brenda has a baby is one of my favorite songs because it's a paragraph. It's from start to finish. It, he is saying something. Mm-hmm. And that's how I like to communicate, like have something to say to me, right? But you know then they got I, you know I get around. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> where, where I get around, come on, I'll right. be like, hey. Right. I remember
1: hearing that on the radio as a kid, and I, you know, not really knowing what it meant, but it's just it. it right. Was a song that was on. It's you just know? like what's like a
0: like you know it's just like uh-huh. a little party song, like something they dance into the house party. Uh huh. But that is what I kind of like use as my like staple when I'm like with artists. Mm-hmm. It's probably not fair. It's just like what I go down of what I'm connect what I connect to yeah and like if somebody's speaking to me and you can do a lot of this and still speak to me you can speak to me one time and I'm like I'm with you <laughs> right but if you just bad at live performances I can't hold that I can't hold you down yeah <laughs> so I know you went to church with my fiance I just found out recently yeah right? yeah and I have we have some Mutual friends slash family, but mm-hmm. the Green Dynasty. Yep, of they course. Shout of out to Green Dynasty, you know. Best friends. Shout out to uh, Ari and Josh, who both have wonderful podcasts with me. So if you haven't listened to their episodes, go ahead and listen to those. So we don't want to ask you next. We already kind of talked about COVID and stuff. So, you know, last year we lost a lot of people. It was a, a very tough year. Yeah. And it's January. And this was like You know Everybody always be like What's that one celebrity death I be like But I tell you one thing When Kobe Bean Brian died mm-hmm. last year I know exactly where I was Yep me too It felt like Ice struck through my body Yep Like I was like No I was in a meeting I almost shut it
1: down mm-hmm. I was like uh, I was at work I was I was At the time I worked customer service For uh, an insurance company I I was crying so hard that I asked my supervisor to let me go home. I <laughs> it, I was I was hurt, man. I was physically hurt.
0: I was stunned. Like yeah. I wanted to stop, and then I didn't tell her. I just couldn't. I, I feel like I couldn't even talk. I was just like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I left. I called my brother. I was like, Did Kobe die? Mm-hmm. He was like, Yeah. I was just like, He can't die. Like, right? Hey, Kobe. I was distraught. Yeah. I was just like, and then I'm like. You know, it makes me think. I'm like, I stopped watching basketball kind of when Kobe was out. Even mm-hmm. though he, I, I, I ride for LeBron and that's my boy. Mm-hmm. But like regular season, I don't even get into it that much. But I'm like, I watched that last right. game. I watched Kobe we'll Bryant catch, catch that. Ooh, those sixty points! I was just like. And then when people were like, it was his whole family. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Not his whole family, right? But just the type of accident with his daughter. Mm-hmm. I was like, heartbreaking. You know, man. It was just earth shattering. Mm-hmm. I got on Vanessa's Instagram a few days ago. I shouldn't have did that. I was just scrolling, like, about to cry. I was yeah. about to cry. And I just couldn't imagine. You know, like the world felt that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had signs up on our billboards in town for Kobe Bryant. Yep. I ain't never seen that done In before. Youngstown, Ohio. I ain't never seen that done before. I can't think back to when Michael Jackson died if they did it. I but I ain't either. never seen that done before. The whole world. I'm like, I just, yep. I'm like, wow, he really, he really touched us all. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And it, and another person whose impact kind of extended past their craft. He was a basketball player, but he was also a coach. So, any coach, any coach could relate to him. Any father could relate to him. Any, any. Um, he was a uh, he was a filmmaker. He won awards. He won he an won award, an Oscar. Yep.
0: Him, it's just something that some people have. That's just like this, the start of the flame, mm-hmm. and definitely Ali. I saw, I felt it with Ali, even though, like, that's past. But it's just that fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan. It's what I feel like LeBron doesn't have as great as he is, um, even though it's harder to tell with team sports. Um, Serena Williams. Yeah. Uh, Kobe was just, like, great. And he wanted to be so bad, and he was. Mm-hmm. Like, to see him hungry and sustain that hunger for, like, his whole career – In like the way he just attacked it And I Mm -hmm. think again I think that's why people Feel like LeBron is What they call soft I'm like that man is 6'8 He (laughs) is not soft Like he's doing the thing And like he's done some impossible He has Mm -hmm. done impossible Like he (laughs) has done the impossible But just the way kobe attacked things like hearing the stories about him and shaq like oh you stole on shaq yeah yeah like he was not he said it's the me and that mother like (laughs) he just had like you felt that even like you knew he did not play he did not Mm -hmm. take it lightly in press conferences like you just knew it was not a joke and this man was serious about this and you have to respect that
1: yeah absolutely that that type of pa- passion is something that you don't see every day. It's definitely a like a once in a life. He's definitely a once in a lifetime type of person. Like and it, and it's like I said, it's showing outside of basketball. He was he was like that in absolutely every aspect of his life. And it he doesn't happen focused.
0: with that many people. People don't ha- expand and get world love like that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, a lot of people love you, a lot of people hate you. And I must say, I don't know. I don't remember Kobe. Maybe I don't personally remember Kobe getting. A lot of Kobe hate like LeBron get LeBron hate. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't remember that. I know people be like, oh, I love Kobe, but he ain't Jordan. Or, but I'm like, I don't remember
1: people hating know See, Kobe. they they didn't have social media back then. They was hating. Oh, they right. just was Right, right, right. Yeah, we get to see <laughs> a lot more. You know, you're right. He got those it's uh, a lot visible, more visible now.
0: Those keyboard thugs. Uh, uh-huh. You right. But Twitter fingers. Even in conversation, I'm just like, cats love. We just all love. You know, uh, Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. Oh, man, it's like, I just feel so cheated. Yeah. I just feel so cheated. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I felt the same way, similar when uh, our king died.
1: When, Chadwick. Who, I tell you, I was man. just like. Yep. He was our guy. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, basically, Denzel Washington's protege. He was our guy for our generation. Yeah. Like, he was the the next,
0: mm-hmm. like, I mean, he was amazing. He was in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. If you have now I haven't that. seen it yet I if, will cuz first of all Viola Davis cuz first of um uh, <laughs> <Ms>. Annalise <laughs> Keating in May Viola Davis is just astonishing to mm-hmm. me and the two of them in that film I uh, I followed uh taut- not Rick Chadwick um I used to watch a show called Lincoln Heights. I Mm -hmm. named my first car after his character on that show. Wow. Nate Ray Mobley. I named my car Nate Ray Mobley Jr. (laughs) And then I just followed his career after that. You know, he was in in smaller films Then he was Jackie uh, Robinson. Then he Mm -hmm. was uh, James Brown. And I want to say he was, oh, he was Thurgood Marshall. Yep. Floyd Kelly. He was several people. I was like, he's amazing. And then when I heard he was going to be the Black Panther, I was just like, wow. I was just, I remember being in the theater with seeing so many young black kids Faces. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is going to be so great for them. Because I, I, I explained something to uh, some kids a few weeks back, maybe a month or so. They were like, he looks like Superman. I'm like, you know, the one thing about it is because Superman is this type of person what he looks like mm-hmm. now every guy who walks around with you know sharp uh, you know sharp features yep. that little hair that curl they the be like he looks like superman but mm-hmm. you represent a who a hero somebody that everyone loves somebody that everyone thinks is attractive just somebody that somebody has looked up to mm-hmm. most of those figures are white already yep so to have um the black panther for our children is, to me, like, what is important, I'm like, those are the things, those are the intangible things that you can't, like, really put on paper mm-hmm. for people to learn to do, but just to see their faces and to know that all of those things that are just going to be put in the back of their heads, even, yep. like, you know, his sister on there, just seeing them be smart or just seeing them mm-hmm. be more than just the heroes in the movie and just seeing the family and just seeing your people as more, you know, just, you mm-hmm. know, from different ways around the world, that's just what is, like, the excitement mm-hmm. and it's like he trans send it our minds yeah. to really think Wakanda was real.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: And that is what artistry does. Mm-hmm. And whether you know it or not, you do the same thing for people. Here, what and all you have to do half the time, most of the time is just be yourself. And you don't know what it will do for anybody. Mm-hmm. So speaking of artistry, what type of like what artists around here would you love to uh, collaborate with that you haven't or look, would just like to?
1: Um, well, I'm I'm a big big fan of of Big Biz Grizz. Uh, I, I consider him a good friend, not just you know a, a buddy or a pal or someone I just say hey to all the time. I consider him a good friend. We talk about music. Um, we do. We share a producer. My best friend Darian produced some songs on his album uh, that just came out. Uh, Couch. Uh, so I'm a I'm a big fan of Grizzly. Oh yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I love the skits. Yeah, I, yeah, Grizz is so creative, man. Grizz is one I of the, think one of Grizz the most has creative the full package. Out, I agree. I agree. Music videos. Uh, if you follow him on Instagram, he's always playing this character called my my cousin Orloff, and he was on his album. Like, he's 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 great. He could Grizzly could be successful in any path that he chooses because. He's, he's someone, like you say who has that spark And it, he just wants to be great And he attacks yeah, everything and that he does He's gonna
0: continue to do it no matter where it leads him Like it, He has a passion for it He has yep. a
1: really nice passion for it
0: Really strong passion for it And it's, it's nice to see, it's good to see And to me, he raps, he can do it on levels of Like, this is entertainment But this is also a message Like, I have something to say yeah. More than just, you know cursing And just partying, or mm-hmm. just like not nonsense, but just you know, like just feel good. Like, I, I like a message too. Yeah, or we're like, Who are you? What do you stand for? What are you speaking mm-hmm. about? Is this your love? Is it are you passionate? Because you can hear some I can tell the difference when people are just saying the words and what they feel. When yeah. they feel, because I'm like, Oh, you felt this song, <laughs> the other three, what you but you felt you this, you something, something about here. this was riding yeah. on you, but I'm just thinking about the consistency with it all. Mm-hmm. So there were several albums that were dropped this year. And I'm talking about like for me, local, locally, like who are some of the favorite songs or artists that you've heard drop some music this year?
1: So definitely Grizzly. Um, I really liked um, Ron Johnny, a uh, big fan of his as well. He, he consistently puts out great music that I like. Um, so him I really like straight like
0: this I can't remember
1: the names of the songs I wrote them down
0: somewhere but I't uh, remember the title straight like this yeah
1: yeah pretty much everything he puts out is a hit um, it's another guy from here but I don't know if he if he lives here anymore he might live somewhere else but Youngstown young uh, is a name I constantly see um, in all over Facebook all over social media his, I his have music seen his is really name good. too. Yeah
0: Is he a light-skinned guy? No
1: Oh, well, no I, see, <laughs> I, I said I in his name now I ain't said I in his face <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, that's not nah, him Nah, that ain't him <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I know he's from here Because I went to school with him But I don't know if he still lives here anymore He might live out of town But uh, his music is really dope Um, Also, um, I'm a fan of I know you 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 brought up, like, Chris Lombardi um, I've seen him perform live a couple times I've seen, I mean, I've heard some of his songs on his mixtape. I like it. Um, and I'm, I'm, it's probably somebody really dope that I'm forgetting about. I can't think of everybody at, you know, right now, but uh, definitely Grizz, definitely Ron Johnny, Young Sound Young and Chris Lombardi. Those are the names I constantly see floating around.
0: Yeah. I definitely also see those names. I have uh, seen Ron Johnny perform. It's been, it's mm-hmm. been a while though, but you know, I've known him since I was younger but I love uh, his, you know, his style mm-hmm. because Very it's unique. It's unique and it just is old school mm-hmm. in the sense of just um, this, you know, the sound. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. It's uh, like peaceful, but it reminds me of the nineties. Right, right. And everybody loved the nineties. Of course, get, you just can't get back. You just <laughs> want to be like and straight like this and straight, you know. And uh, a black But mm-hmm. I loved his album. Right, man, mm-hmm. and. I ain't gonna uh, You know Locally I'm always like Oh you know I be hesitant But I'm hesitant When I listen to Any artist's music I'm mm-hmm. like I hope I like this Cause I'm gonna be honest About yeah. it Yeah But I really ended up Enjoying his album <laughs> More than I thought I was mm-hmm. And there was this dude On their Shells Who had a song on. Oh
1: um, yeah I, 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 Shout out to Shells I he, forgot about it I him.
0: love how he delivers His music mm-hmm. He is wild His There's lyricism so is energy. It's like Tasmanian oh, man. devil Crazy
1: Crazy I haven't heard any music By
0: just him and congratulations to him, because he just got married, him and his wife. Yeah, wife, Carisha. Shout out to Carisha. I used to work with Carisha. And I didn't, so I'm mutual friends with her through Kiva. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's who you married? Like, I don't know him, but I know yeah. him through, through uh, Casper. And I was like, I didn't even
1: make, it's a small I put small two world. and two together. Because <laughs> I was
0: wondering, I was like, I know she like had a, a boyfriend that got kids, but I just don't remember who he is. Right, right. And I was like, oh, congratulations when you see her. And then I was like. That's oh. his I saw it on store, Black Casper's uh, story I was uh-huh. like Come to find out What? <laughs> oh Now it all makes sense Yeah But I loved his album I listened to your mixtape I mean it was only for A few songs Yeah and yeah I told you Every time it was over I was like Is that it? Uh huh Like I left you One more a little bit I love your Delivery And, again, I know, like, it just feels like it means something to you and you're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And I, like, level up. (laughs) But the intro song, you were, like, a pedophile couldn't touch the kid. (laughs) 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 I was like,
2: oh, oh, whoa,
0: whoa. It was so funny. You said something similar like that, I think, and level up. It was... I can't remember though, but I was and I was gonna write it down, but I was like, I I love a punchline that just you know kind of like ah, yeah, it stick I with you. Like I wasn't expecting that, but <laughs> yeah. okay, you think it's <laughs> clever, don't you? But it was really entertaining, and it Thank was you. like I said, it was it was so short, but I think that's smart also because it's like I kept listening to it, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how many times I did, but it's like I wanted to hear more, mm-hmm. but you just gave like a nice enough amount for somebody to yeah enjoy it and want to come back for more. Right. Or keep listening to that and ex- be expecting the next thing, mm-hmm,
1: right? And and that that was just like my debut. It's something that I've been kind of working towards for a long time. Like like I said, I've been I've been rapping and making music on all my other friends' mixtapes and featuring on their songs and stuff for years. And so this was just it was it was time for me to put out something of my own. So. Why do you think you waited so long? Fear, honestly, fear, and and always wanting it to be perfect. And until I realized that, you know, nine times out of 10, it's not going to be perfect anyway, because, you know, I could always do better. I could always say it better. It could always sound a little bit better no matter what. So I just I just stopped. You know, it was in the middle of COVID. Uh, I was just sitting at home like, you know what? Yeah. Why? Why not? Why? This is the best time. Maybe maybe this is God showing me that. You got time. You sitting down. Especially
0: seeing other people. <laughs> I'm like, everybody else is doing everything. I'm tired of watching everybody else do exactly. everything. Not like in that type of way, but I'm like, I'm always watching everybody do things I say I want to do. Mm-hmm. I just got to do it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That that whole quarantine was a, was a blessing in disguise for me. I started my own YouTube channel from nothing. I literally would sit and watch YouTube videos and teach myself how to do stuff and then go do it. And then... With music, it was just like okay. With Adele, it's like <laughs> yeah, with, <laughs> not a Mac, not a Mac, but, a, but Adele. Adele. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And and I was just like, like you said, I was I was sick of sitting on the sidelines and watching other people score.
0: Or do I'm like live your dreams. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's like I have the capability right. to do it myself, but I'm just gonna keep here. Keep it here and be like, man, I want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. but nah, not no more. Exactly. And that I'll was, give that was you right my quote of the year. You can follow it and you can throw it on on YouTube. But fear is a fear is an emotion. Danger is a situation. Mm. So when you think there is, when you're afraid. There's really nothing to fear because you're not in danger. Mm-hmm. That should be the only time you're afraid. So you weren't in danger to not write music. Exactly. So right. you should not have been afraid. So the I've only thing to fear is myself, fear itself. The only thing to fear is to fear itself. <laughs> <yourself. laughs> you know. So again, we spoke about. I got. I got my little checklist here, y'all. <laughs> I've been trying to keep myself on track because some when I don't hit things, I'm like, I really want to talk about that, but I'm. Pleased with what we have talked about Mm -hmm. I've gotten to know you some more Throughout and again like When speaking about like what's going On now in America Um It I'm weary not weary But it's like uh what is the Also with COVID like Mm -hmm. What I already I don't even Mind wearing a mask but I'm like things Are already like just You know right they're already (laughs) <laughs> and now here we are. I'm like, I'm already always in danger. I already been black my whole life. Now I'm double black. Yeah. Like now it's <laughs> just what is this? What is this gonna mean for us? Because it means something different for us than it mean for most or the majority. Mm. But I do think because the majority is becoming the minority Shit is going crazy. They're like, now I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> like, like yes, it is. Just go ahead, take that seat. Go ahead, take that back seat. Get into the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. But even when I was saying earlier how we flip things, like you know, riding in the back of the bus, yeah. riding in the front. Then you get into school, all you do is want to ride in the back of the bus. Don't nobody <laughs> want to be in the front. You fight for seats. Yeah, fight for a seat. Fight you, for the back. You right. Be four people to a seat, trying to be. I want to sit here. Like, <laughs> look at all those free seats in the front. Get right out of here. Like, nah, I don't want to sit up there. <laughs> right, but it has been a, a great time uh, Speaking with you mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear what you do have Coming next What is your YouTube channel called?
1: Uh, YouTube channel you can find me It's just uh, my name Paris Stefan uh, My middle name
0: oh, Okay, Paris <laughs> Stefan
1: Paris Stefan, that's my artist name That's my YouTube channel name um, uh, My YouTube channel is really mostly focused around gaming Because I am a, a sponsored gamer as well um, But What does that mean? Um. Basically, if I wanted to compete in a tournament for like money, I have someone who would pay my entry fee as, as long as I give them a portion of the, any funds that I win oh so have you done that yes oh and I mm-hmm. see
0: people do that and I see them online and I'm like why Why is somebody why, why are they recording themselves like yeah. but you know I'm like oh it's just the boys <laughs> it's like <laughs> I ain't got no interest and in, I can't I, every time I buy a game system I'm like stop I be thinking about it I'm like I wanna <laughs> no cause it's gonna collect dust and I'm gonna sell it Yeah. I've done it three <laughs> times I did it. I bought a PS3 and I bought a PS4 so I was uh-huh. like stop getting these things <laughs> I don't have time to play cause usually I'm working or I'm working mm-hmm. and working on something else so I'm like Right. I, I need no to be doing that instead of playing PlayStation so much. Right. So. I need to, I'm like, I need to invest my time. I only was trying to play 2K, but I couldn't even get that good at it. I'm like, well, I'm not about to be wasting time learning how to play just to go lose to everybody. <laughs> when I play. Th- that defeats the purpose. I could barely beat the computer. I'm trying to play on um, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. And I'm on Pro. I'm thinking I'm doing a damn thing and I'm on Pro. I'm like, oh, well. I've been hey, I know on Pro this whole time and then I go play my friends and they like Hall of yep. Fame. I'm like, it don't shoot the same. Ah, dang. And I ain't about to just keep doing something I'm losing at. I'm like, right. you know what? I gave it up. <laughs> so is there any questions that you would like to ask me? Is there anything? You know, I did want to ask you one more thing. I don't remember. Do you remember the first time we met?
1: Yes, I actually do. Um shout out my brother Chris Gunther. Uh I communicate with him a lot, talk to him pretty much every day. Absolutely. Open gym hoop session at uh at church, Mount Calvary.
0: Oh, that cafeteria floor that I will never play on. Yeah, again. yeah,
1: that's that cuz I had I had heard about you before through, you know, Facebook and through, you know, social media. I never met you in real life.
0: Oh, I remember now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yep.
1: So you showed up one day. I was like I was like, "Hey, you he look familiar." And then, you know, just through the basketball game, we got to talking. And you were like, "Oh, you're Ariel's cousin." Like, "Yes, that's yes." Yeah, so, I had heard about you. Uh-huh. So, yeah, and then, then you stepped out on the court. You hit a whole bunch of threes, and I was like, okay, I like this dude. He needed to be on my team more often. Right, right, right. So right. That, that, was on, that was the first time that I had actually met you, but I had heard about you.
0: What was your first impression?
1: My first impression of you, um, I didn't expect you to be that good at basketball. Why not? Because you were real
0: skinny. Oh, you are real skinny. I felt like a brick house over here. I don't know what y'all talk about. I'm strong over here. Don't
1: <laughs> no be hold. don't no be hold.
0: Don't no count us out. Okay? I was
1: I was like, I'm like, okay, like, okay, I've heard of you, but I never heard about you through basketball. I, it was on music and That's
0: because team. I've retired.
1: Uh, <laughs> look, I'm a fourth-tier playground legend, and people don't know. I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I saw it firsthand. I saw it firsthand. I didn't, I didn't expect you to be that good at basketball because you didn't look like a basketball player. So... I mean, I don't really know what a basketball player looks like. But right. That's... I didn't expect you to be good at basketball. Let's just...
0: That's, that's okay, because I'll tell you, I can tell how people walk sometimes. I'll be like, nah.
1: Yeah. Ain't about to do
0: it. <laughs> you know, my I, I gave myself a nickname for basketball. People would be like, what's your name? I would be like, who got him? <laughs> because every time we played, people didn't think I looked like a basketball player. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know why you think that. I'm about to burn y'all. Life. Yeah, like, and you you did. And I would they would be like... I was three layups. They were like, "Who got him? Who got him? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody has me." And they would just be like, "You know what? I love the most is when somebody walk up to me, like taller than me or a little bit bigger than me, mm-hmm. and they're like mismatch. I'm like, Whew.
1: like what? So <laughs>
0: I play fundamental basketball, and I'm about to dog you because you think you're strong. Yeah, you're strong out top, but it's about these these legs. Yeah, right. Because I'm about to box you out to out of bounds, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get this get the rebound <laughs> because I can jump higher than everyone out here. Yeah, and I'm faster than everybody out here. You're not going to see me most of this game, <laughs> but like we Julio had a, a game like day one time. It was so much fun, mm. and we dogged these dudes out on the court. And you yeah. know, my team voted me MVP. I definitely there you had go. the most points. You know, I was out there. Hooping. <laughs> but I had this dude on my team like who was talking trash to me
1: he as hit, a teammate.
0: As a teammate, yeah. But um, so when I'm When his first time seeing me, I walked up to him. I was like, hey, (laughs) I'm on your team for the basketball game. Now, mind you, I have on earrings, like long earrings (laughs) and high heels. He looked me up and down like. Like what? (laughs) I was like, and this is where I got the line from. I wrote this rap song called Tolerate. And I'll explain that to you after we off Mm. off air. But I said to him, I was like, oh, don't let the earrings fool you. Mm hmm. And I said, I said, and don't let the heels fool you because I get down. But he was just like, "Who'd you play for?" I was like, "Who did you play for?" Like I, I'm like, I have credits. <laughs> like you can Google me. I have credits. I, I'm a, I'm a fourth tier playground legend, like right. I said. And he was like, "I played for Cheney." I said, "When you play for Cheney, you played at Cheney, <laughs> nigga. I, I played for Cheney." <laughs> and then he was like, "Well, I ain't playing on the team." Mm, exactly. You, you ain't playing for play Cheney. On the team. You was about to lie. <laughs> he hit the first two threes of the game. He ain't do nothing for us. After the rest of the game it again. And I'm like It was one of those things Where you know It was like for fun So we had two strings So mm-hmm. Ron Johnny was on my team Ron It was me Ron Johnny uh, This dude named Craig uh, Craig Randall No mm. No I know him But uh, he I forgot what he, I think he I forgot what he does it Craig It was this Washington? dude named like you, you can guess all you want I don't think I know it last <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm ever tell you uh, It was this dude named Dwayne His brother's name is Braylon And he got an older brother Named Dondre But I can't remember his last name But he I Might do Artistry too I'm sorry guys I can't, I can't remember what this was It was a few years ago I'm 30 now You know Mine's gone uh, But it was that dude B Howe he a rapper. Okay, I heard him. He hit a couple of threes. He like this. He like yay high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who else was on my team? It was me. Uh, this dude named Dizzy Hendrix. Dizzy, I know uh, Dizzy. And me and Dizzy, I I said me and Dizzy used to go. We were like rivals on teams back yeah. in the day. So I was like, Cuddy, we about to hoop on these. D-. Dizzy hoop too. It was uh-huh. Me, oh yeah, I, I hoop Dizzy. Jones uh, and Dizzy uh, definitely. Because mm-hmm. to me, Ron Johnny was always like the perfect point guard. Yeah, like he was like not going. He wasn't even out there to score the most, but he, he was, was trying out. to facilitate for yeah. other people. So that's what I like about him. But I like when people know they roll. Yeah, I like when a person know what they got to do. Like, see, I'm
1: a, I'm a shooter. I'm a shooter. That's my role. I'm not real good on oh, defense. I ain't no point guard.
0: Yeah. I ain't setting up nothing. So if <laughs> you want to win? Put me, put me in my spot. Right. I, I can't. It's Give not me the ball at the
1: three point line and let me go to work. That's what I do best but it was
0: just so much fun being amongst other artists and creatives in a spot like that, or mm-hmm. just in like an environment like that. I'm like, and I don't know that many of y'all. Some of y'all I do know. Some of us have exchanged words, mm-hmm. but I came out there because, you know, like everybody has their own perception and image of you. But I'm like, I know y'all, I know I do the stage thing, but I'm about to have to let y'all know I had on church yeah. socks, okay? <laughs> I had on my glasses. <laughs> I said, I'm about to own hoop Hoop on these cats. And I don't don't like just to just score. I'm like, I'm about to block shots. I'm about to get rebounds. I'm about to steal. Mm -hmm. Get steals. I want it all. Fill up the stat sheet. That's what I want. Fill up that stat sheet. That's why I'm here. I don't don't care if if I'm playing bad. Put somebody else in. That's the type of player I am. I want to win. Put somebody else in so we can win. Mm -hmm. So, I have a question for you. Okay. And I'm not going to give you any details of what I'm talking about I'm just going to ask you the question and whoever comes to your mind just say their name okay who's the goat
1: LeBron
0: so I've gotten to the stage <laughs> of where I feel like there isn't one goat because goats are a species of animals and there's a species of <laughs> them so there's a bunch of goats There just exist in this species together mm-hmm. so there can be more than one because sometimes when people will be like who's the goat I'm like Serena Williams <laughs> Okay. And, and that's why I'm period
1: Right, and can, you can't dispute that. I, either. I can
0: sit here and tell you why I'll be in tears halfway. Like I'm telling y'all now, I know when Serena and Venus retire, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "What am I supposed to do now?" You're gonna come back and commentate because I need right. you here. Like I need you here. They've done so much for me. It's like Kobe. It's like even though we don't know them, mm-hmm. what they represented and the strength they really gave me strength to yeah. uh, be. And even though we don't know him, know them, but that's the power of love. You know, that's the power of energy and what the williams sisters have done for tennis as two black girls like i never forget being young and seeing them play with beads in their hair my Mm -hmm. sister had beads in their hair so i was like oh oh there go other black girls they do the same thing Mm -hmm. and they were really young teenagers playing tennis winning and became like super mega stars and then i started playing tennis fell in love with the game Mm -hmm. fell in love with the williams sisters all over again head over heels for serena and just to see Serena, like I said, with Kobe and even with LeBron, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, you were already great. I had no idea she can get better. They used to ask Serena, "Is this it?" She's like, "Nah, I ain't even peaked yet." And I'm like, "Girl, you peaked." Nah. Five years later, thirty something, mm-hmm.
1: still winning Wimbledon's and
0: stunning. stunning everything. She played the 2012 Olympic games. The most games she lost in uh, a match was five games. She beat the number two player in the world 6 0, 6 1, in like 50 something minutes to win the gold medal. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen a person win something like that. Mm-hmm. She, so dominant. She destroyed, like, she was like, I'm here to win. Mm-hmm. And she came, I was like, I have never seen, besides you saying both. Yeah. <laughs> besides you saying both, I had never seen something done like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Like, she was like, you know, she's 30. You don't know how many more chances you have olympics every four years mm-hmm. next olympics came she was a little hurt didn't win but she's like this is my chance and i had never seen an experience like i mean the number two player in the world you beat her in like fifteen minutes she won one game yeah. for the gold medal <laughs> the she
1: was whole world you know like
0: the whole world's watching no sis mm. the whole <laughs> yeah the whole world's watching this one like, I would, I would be so embarrassed. I would just be like, oh, yeah, good job. You know, I was sick. My back. I would have, I mm. nah. Man, all type of excuses. <laughs> just complete dominance. So, is there any questions that you have for me? You know, anything
1: yes. you want to know? Something that I've always wanted to know. What inspired you to become an artist? I have always been an artist. I...
0: can't tell the difference between my artistry and just who I am as a Mm -hmm. person I'm trying to and I know a lot of times people were like you got to separate the two but I'm like I just I just think it's my purpose and not just you know singing and dancing on the stage but it's the expression uh, to express love to express unity Mm -hmm. and I think that's how I do it and how I was supposed to do it but you know like I just remember you know there are moments in time of my life that I just remember being stuck. And I I remember the first time seeing Whitney Houston sing on that chair in the snow. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, I I love her. Who who is this? Like young, you know, single digits. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I love her. Like who is this? Fell in love with Mary J. Blige. Like Mm -hmm. I just fell in love with like hip hop and R&B. And I was writing songs when I was young I didn't realize like that was the starting of my songwriting like mm-hmm. if you were to ask me I'd be like yeah I started writing songs a few years ago until I realized and went back in my journal I'm mm-hmm. like damn I I kind of been writing songs since, since I was 8 years old yep. but I just didn't consider myself an artist I wasn't you know I was constructing things I was making things out of construction paper I was making Christmas trees I was making purses for my moms out of things mm-hmm. out of things out of paper and glue and spit like it's like that's it's crazy but nah. I was making those things and that's like, that was just my creativity. Mm-hmm. But um, I just feel like that's how I can express myself when I started writing songs and being able to express myself like that. Even when I, w- I went through a really angry point of my life because of a bad uh, breakup, I put it all into music. Mm-hmm. And I discovered, uh, third degree, you know, James Major Bars, that's my rap name. Mm-hmm. And I discovered that side of myself. But I was like, I just want to put all of my emotions and everything I do into this. Mm -hmm. And I just think that having that expression to inspire people, because I live for Mm -hmm. moments in life. And I feel like, you know, you never know what that one moment that can change you just like it had me or that one moment that can bring happiness back to you in an instant Mm -hmm. or bring sadness back to you in an instant or bring anger back to you. And I just try to give those moments. I just want to give people those moments because there's already so much bad. I just want to have a helping hand into making things better, especially being a person who went through a lot of like not-so-happy moments, so it inspires me to inspire people to just love themselves. I think self-love. There we got it. Did I answer it, finally? Yeah. (laughs) Self-love inspires me (laughs) to be an artist, and I can express it through my artistry, more than just music. That's amazing.
1: That's awesome.
0: I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one and be like, (laughs) narrow it down to three sentences. (laughs) Uh, Self-love and helping others. You're right. There you go. Okay. Are there any other questions?
1: Nothing I can think of. You pretty much covered. I I, I appreciate this experience because there's a lot that I didn't really know about you either. So I I, I appreciate this.
0: And I definitely talk a lot. I have learned to be a better listener through the podcast. (laughs) And I had like this tactic of Oh, before of like just saying what I had to say not in the podcast of just what, talking with people mm-hmm. because I'm like I hate that I forget what I want to say because I'm just going to let everybody else talk so I was just be like okay I know you want to say this but just real quick mm-hmm. but I have come back and listened and I'm still learning as I, I go mm-hmm. I'm like you know what I just got to let them talk but then there's sometimes where I need to inter- interject and like get back online mm-hmm. but I'm like I don't want to feel seem rude but you know it's just a structure that yeah, I yeah. do follow sometimes to ask some of the questions that I want to ask mm-hmm. so I will say there's something like I've definitely been working on with myself and it's like my relationship with people but especially like black men and heterosexual black men because growing up for me it was uh, I've always felt like it was either attraction or me being afraid of them for not accepting me. Mm-hmm. A-A-A that's my new triple A I've been trying to come I come up with acronyms a lot yeah. but it's just those things that like so I can remember mm-hmm. but I, I have been working on like my relationship with people but I, I did a live like not too long ago mm-hmm. and I was saying things and there were guys down there like we're not all the same James and I'm like I feel like an angry black woman like you know <laughs> and I was like but I relate to some of the things that they feel cause I'm like I feel like I've been treated this way mm-hmm. by um, our men and I just want to be a part of this group but i'm trying to heal and i'm just trying to talk more and i just want to have that relationship especially when it comes to artistry and and even hip-hop because of who i am Mm -hmm. what i and what i represent and you know i'm i came to fight (laughs) it's like (laughs) you know i just have something to say i'm here for us being treated fairly and i represent So much more than just the average person. Not that you don't, but like Mm -hmm. as us being black, but I just I do represent like the queer community, and we're a minority also. Mm -hmm. But we're my it's like the minorities are against each other. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate the relationships I have with people, but it's important. It's really important to me for me to have better relationships and not like be afraid of like my community, and it's starting with the hierarchy of the black men. I
1: love (laughs) y'all I love you guys but I'm just
0: trying to like I said I'm excited to um, and I want to get rid of the the stigmas that I have just like I feel like they have um, stigmas of me as a queer guy I want to get rid of the stigmas that I have of how I think they feel about me so it's definitely a work in progress but I would like to thank you for being a guest Uh, let the people know where they can find you everywhere
1: um, so again, my name is Paris Stefan. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Paris Wallace. That's my first and last name. Uh, SoundCloud and YouTube channel are both Paris Stefan. Uh, Twitter is at Paris Stefan three three zero. Uh, Instagram is also at Paris Stefan three three zero. And um, you can find my music on SoundCloud at Paris Stefan. You can find me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> so, I just got this great idea for you. You need to have a sign off and be like,
1: P.S. That's exactly what I say after the end of my, a lot of my verses. That's P.S. what I, I <laughs> yes, that is. Great. And also, because it's for PlayStation too. Like, uh, I'm di-
0: And on that note, guys, <laughs> this has been the third degree with me, James Major Burns, and Paris Stefan. Have a good night. Thank you.